Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. everybody, Dustin Legary here. I am the, the host of Fireteam Chat, and I wanted to make sure you had an episode on Thanksgiving weekend. As you can see, nobody else is in the podcast room with me, or here if you're listening, but that doesn't mean we didn't want to bring you an episode. So when we had the live event a few weeks ago, we actually recorded it, and we're delivering it to you now for your viewing pleasure. I hope you enjoy it. Here it is, and have a happy holiday. All right, everybody do it. Give a shout. Like, get, I feel nervous as Okay. Okay. You ready? Woo! What's up, Destin? Mouth check. Voice working check. What's our intro? <laughs> Just welcome to... Oh, you're to... still rolling. I know, I know. I always trim this stuff out. Crucible. 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 I've done this before. Do what am out. I nervous about? All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Watch the swearing. Just please. I can bleep, but watch the swearing. Yeah, it just okay. helps. Welcome to Fire Team Chat. IGN's destiny podcast this is a brand new thing say something i'm giving no i'm not gonna do that mic check one two one two fire team chat fly me well why don't you play it back quick and take a look we're gonna green screen you at a ronald mcdonald playhouse is that okay (laughs) (laughs) the text is like is like this little part this is what happens when the printer f***ed up, people. Yeah. This is never me on podcast. I don't know what's <laughs> happening right now. Hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> Maybe my, my, my voice has so much bass. It does. You have a lot of bass. It sounds loud to me. Dustin, it, it's so robust, I can't handle it sometimes. It's, you know, it's, Dustin, it's crazy. Alfredo here. And that has been this episode of Fire Chat. Our team chat. I still have no idea how to outro this show. How about Guardians <laughs> out? Yeah, we'll work on that. Guardians out. I'm going to just let you keep doing that because I'm not doing it. <laughs> With more Fireteam Chat. Guardians out. I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep doing it. And I guess Until that's next it. time. Oh, no. Don't Guardians No, I did oh. the hand thing. We talked what, about we timing this. it? All right. Guardians, Guardians out. out. That was a little better. I you both we did different that was hand signals. <laughs> was... Why not just start it over? Why... You're very OCD. I just did this to, to troll you. I was going to start, okay. but I made a well, joke, and then eight, you lost your mind. Seven, six. <laughs> <laughs> Guardians out. Nailed it. Yeah. Welcome to Fire Team Chat, everybody. Thank you for joining us today. That was a little bit of a look at what it took to build this product uh, Jose came to us one day back in, what was it, December? Uh, yeah, it was right after Christmas break. Um, mm-hmm. And I had remembered the Destiny review went live, and there was a lot of people, like, Dustin was still, like, really playing the game. And I hadn't. Like, I just felt like, well, this didn't sound like it was for me. 
Mm -hmm. uh, but then I played it over Christmas break because of some friends and could not stop playing it and couldn't stop talking about it. So we started the show and slowly more and more of us began playing. Sean Finnegan over there on the right. Hello. Yeah, he joined us later. Jose and I were there since the start. That's right. Well, yeah. there was one more person, but uh, yeah. maybe we have him on later. I'm maybe. not sure. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah maybe. And, I wonder. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then there's It'll Fran. be a mystery. There yeah, was yeah. Fran Mirabella also. Hey, he, what's up, everyone? He let us make the show. That's right. I run video at IGN, but I'm mm -hmm. also a fan. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, I, I had started playing Destiny from the beginning. I just want that to be clear. I didn't just get into it later. You came into the show later. Yeah, that's right. Saying. Yeah. Just yeah. for the record. Um, we do have to thank Carl's Jr. and Hardy's for sponsoring this show. Uh, the event wouldn't have been possible without their help. Thank you so much to both of those, yeah. both of those peeps. Thank you, sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> if we have Destiny fans in the audience, we do have a bunch of stuff that Bungie sent. Thank you. Panda Musk, a fan of IGN and friend of IGN, created yeah. this artwork for us. I look so handsome. Oh, yes, uh, you do. You always like look it. handsome out there. Even got my armor right. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah, you rock a titan, right? Yeah. Very good attention. I'm kind of scared he's a stalker because I just got that gun. The really? Telesto? Yeah. Mm -hmm. that well, is, like wow, it. that's amazing detail that I didn't even notice. Like, that's, he must have looked you up on Bungie Net. Well, maybe. So when we were starting the show, Fran, like, what happened? We, Jose and I came to you one day, and we were basically like, hey, we want to start this new thing, a Destiny yeah, I mean, show. Well, you guys just sort of had already put everything together, and mm -hmm. I was like, I remember you came to me late one night, and was like, so we're thinking of doing this, what do you think? You know, because we, we do have to mind how much we're doing at IGN. We'd love to cover every game. We've actually gotten a ton of like initial flack um, from the audience, where it was like, why is there so much Destiny? Like, what's your big deal with Destiny? We're like, well, we like the game, but you know, we can't do a show on every game, but I remember being like, I think it's a good idea. Mm -hmm. And then it started to take off. Yeah, then we, we started creating it and... Oh yeah, um, and I, I guess the, the, the inspiration for it was that we couldn't stop talking about it, but also that, uh, at least in my past, I, uh, I kind of came up in the industry watching and, and reading a lot of uh, 1UP.com, and there was a show there called Legendary Thread, which was all about World of Warcraft. And Destiny was just this promise of like a game that was going to be around for a while, like you know maybe ten years, maybe less. But um, I figured if that's going to be the case, why not do it now? And I think that was the thing we agreed on the most when we first talked about. Oh this. yeah, yeah. Well, we around the office we would seriously just play every day, and then we would come in and we would just start chatting about it for like an hour. You know? Correction: You would play every day. I office. would play every day, yeah. but then slowly, you know, everybody else started playing yeah. as much as I did. Mm -hmm. first, when did you come in, Sean? To the game or to the yeah. show? I played since day one. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been a big fan of the game ever since day one. But uh, the first year was a little bit rough. It wasn't until Taken King or actually, you know, the Dark Below, Dark Below that I really it, started right. playing. And uh, it got its hooks into me. And that's one of these. It's I'm a big uh, collectibles type guy when it comes to the first person shooters like this. I love going out and kind of finishing a game and getting everything I can out of it. And Destiny is one of those games where it keeps giving you things to do. Mm -hmm. And so it really kind of hooked me. And I've been playing ever since. Yeah, definitely. How do you guys feel about the Taken King? Pretty good? Pretty good expansion? Yeah. Right? We've, yeah, we've said good things about it. It's fixed a lot. Definitely. There's always room for improvement. You know how I feel about that. Well, you have 10 years to do it, Fran. So. Yeah. No, I'm, I want improvement now, Sean. Come on. One thing about <laughs> Taken King, uh, you know, we, we all really, really loved it, but it introduced the new raid. And we're actually going to bring somebody out now, a friend of the show, to kind of talk about competing to be world's first. Yeah, I wonder who it could be. Who could it be? <laughs> we haven't talked That's about your that.
Alfredo started the show with us. It was me, Alfredo, and Jose. And uh, that's where, where the show began. And Alfredo, you regularly uh, participate in like hard raid challenges. Yeah, or just, right. just raiding in general. Mm -hmm. It's fun. It's uh, nerve-wracking. It's stressful. It will destroy your friendships. <laughs> but you get loot, so that's why you keep coming back. Yeah. Um, which which raid? I think you've competed since like hard raid vault, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, competing, I mean, it's just like a vet, right? So every time they're like, okay, there's a new raid, and then from there it's... There's always the race to worlds first for the raid when it first comes out, and then the hard mode when that comes out. And it's intense, mm -hmm. and it's stressful. And I oh, remember we did, uh, we, we did hard mode Crota. Uh, that started at 12 in the morning, and I was at IGN streaming it by Jeez. myself from 12 to 10 a.m. And then oh. we, we didn't even finish it. It was just so I heard about this. I felt, I felt really yeah. bad. Because someone got it like around 6 a.m. or something like that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, someone... So you knew like, you weren't first, but you are still vying for yeah, a good time. Yeah, we were still vying for a good time. Or maybe like first on Xbox or something like that. But right. it's, a, it's a grind. It's difficult. How do you, I've actually wondered, how do you play a raid and know, like you keep an eye on who's winning out there like that? You're still in the lead. Do you just look between load times or like... And, and how do you look at stuff? Are you looking at Twitch and, or, not, or Reddit? Or not, what? not Twitch chat, I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, someone beat it. It's like, it's 10 minutes into the raid. No. Troll yeah. beat it. Um, Bungie will keep like an official Twitter out there too, like yeah. congratulating people who do complete it first. But yeah, for people out there who aren't Destiny fans, the raid is like one giant puzzle that takes, I don't know, on your first try, maybe like Probably 10 or 11 hours like, yeah, to like 10 finish. Or 11, 10 or 11 hours. Yep, you uh, need six players six people. total. Yeah. And yeah. two or three times in a row now, Fredo's crew has been toe to toe with the world first team and one of these days you're going to get them yeah. maybe it's always <laughs> difficult it, it's 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 like i said it's grueling it's the type of thing where like we did crota um and we didn't get world's first but we had the world record for like three months in so we were how, like, how fast can you run that raid which normally takes half an hour in, to an hour back in the day back in crota. the day uh, like 12 minutes wow <laughs> 12 uh, wait, minutes. wait 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 that's using that's when it wasn't uh patched Correct? Patch, not patch. It didn't really? There's some people who are like, oh, you... What was the trick you could do? You could, like, just jump across oh, the you bridge like, where it was constructed? You could skip certain parts, stuff like that. Yeah. So we were like, okay, like, what time do you have? Is it cheesed or non-cheesed? Yeah. Like, we'll have, we have both yeah, times like, down. Flying across with the sword. Yeah. Like I don't that. think I've ever done that raid not cheesing it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. All the cheese. How do you do it regularly? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, show of hands, uh, who has unplugged their internet while playing Crota's End? Okay, yeah, we got one, that two... two. <laughs> Two people. One nice. time. It was, it was a little yeah. bucky if you didn't do it at the time. They, they did fix it. Like, Crota was getting up off his knee too fast and would be killing the sword bearer at the time. Um, yeah. That was one of the hardest bugs to deal with because you do everything right. He'd, like, get up and boom. But then there were, yeah. there were good bugs, too. So we got to the point where we killed the, uh, the sword bearer quick enough to spawn another sword bearer. And then we had two swords smashing on oh, Crota. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> so that was fun. But, uh, yeah, no, the glitches would, we should do speedruns, and that would kill us for, like, like we'd speedrun it, we'd, like, make good time, and then we'd get the crota, and then, like, the sword bear, like, the swords disappeared, and I'm like, damn, <laughs> like, there's nothing yeah. you could do there. And that, like, ruins your time. Yeah, and you just right? have to do it again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, it's difficult, though, when you're going for Worlds First, it's a long, uh, grueling grind. I got, unfortunately, I got my girlfriend addicted to Destiny, so she's all about that now. And we were just Jackie like, in the house somewhere? She's uh, up there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we... They were like, okay, cool. Taken King comes out on Tuesday. And they were like, oh, and the raid comes out three days later. And I was like, oh, no. So I did not sleep. 
to prepare for that. Mm -hmm. And it was just nothing but just grinding out that loot. And what does the preparation look like? Like, let's start with uh, the newest raid, King's Fall. How did you prepare for normal and hard mode? What did you eat before? Yeah. What's your nutritional intake? I know the, the, the day of the raid, the um, Jackie got me a bunch of uh, Lunchables. <laughs> wow. So Bulls and Red Bull. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely, you know, all the gluten, all know the fat, the right everything. Just keep it all in there. Um, but no, it's, it's a grueling task because it's the type of thing where you're just like, you have no idea what's going to happen going Somebody into the Somebody get rain. this man some food. He's been living on Lunchable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe a we have hamburger outside of here. So. Yeah. I'll jump over yeah. there later. Yeah. I knew it was a good question, but serious preparation. Do you do anything? Do you practice run stuff? Do you have, it's, like... You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. Before it's a, it's King's a, Fall, yeah. you don't really know what you're gonna get. You right? have no idea what yeah. you're getting into. Um, they, I mean, you look at tiny like video clips, and you're like, I think, I think that's a part of the raid that they're yeah. doing. I think there's a jumping puzzle in there. Mm. Um, I mean, you go into it, you try to be the highest light, uh, highest level, or now it's light level possible. Mm. Um, you make sure you have a good group of people that are backing you up. Um, and, and who won't flake? Who? Yeah, no, definitely <laughs> won't flake. That's the worst. And then from there, you just. You try to collect everything, right? You try to have different types of weapons because you have no idea what's going to be good mm -hmm. and what's not going to be good. And then you have a combination of uh, different character classes. Mm -hmm. yeah. so, so that's for the normal set. So that's you, you don't yeah. really know what's coming. No you idea. Level up your light. Go you into a blind. From the trailer. Just kind of try and guess where, where everything is. So once you know the mechanics and mm -hmm. you're working on the, the second version, the hard raid version, yep. what do you do at that point? At that point, it's mostly speed run strategies right so mm -hmm. if you get up to let's say the war priest instead of just normally shooting at him with sniper rifles it's like okay let's use black spindle that cuts down time because we don't have to reload let's uh at the golgoroth let's stack weapons of light with melting point because you'll do way more damage you know you get into like the intense details and just yeah. like the meta this guy yeah. plays way too much destiny he has a problem <laughs> that's great that you think about that stuff you know ahead of time honestly yeah there are there are a lot of combinations that sometimes you just can't think about until mm -hmm. you're there yeah like, you know it's, you didn't know that golgoroth was going to have that additional thing necessarily yeah we didn't know. So yeah, and it's always going into it like just being like, you know, it's going to be harder. There's no respawns or anything like that. It's difficult, though, but um, even the people that, like, do it really well. I remember we, we, uh, we speed ran Crota normal, and we got there in, like, 12 minutes, and everyone's like, okay, these guys are going to beat it on hard. Yeah. And we got there, like, an hour before everyone, and we just kept failing oh, at Crota mm -hmm. over and over yeah, again. Yeah, that last room. And Ooh. so it's just... Was it bug related or mechanically related? No, so the, the yeah they spawned wizards. the witches yeah. and we just can we just couldn't protect our sword bearer and then people that beat it didn't even spawn witches they just left the knights up there and so yeah. it's like it's just really so many different it's a lot of luck goes into it too yeah, as well. A Crota lot of hard luck. was so overbearing, right? At least when you first got there because you didn't have that extra light level you needed. Um, at least that I remember. And then when you finally did achieve it and start getting some of that gear, you started to do better. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's just it's a difficult task, and rating rating in general, even if you know what you're doing, is also very difficult. Um, you need, a, especially for this raid, you need a solid group of six people who know what they're doing. I think a lot of us remember different things about the raid: Vault, the jumping puzzle, Atheon, Crota, the bugs, kind of at the end. Yeah. But also like taking him down for the first time with a sword and watching him disintegrate. I remember, I remember watching people trying to do the Vault of Glass jumping puzzle for the first time oh, and just yeah. fail. Over and over again, or people that just push Atheon off the ledge, and I'm mm -hmm. just like, "What?" 
my favorite. That. that was fun. My favorite moment from year one is watching Brian Malkowitz spend 31 minutes trying to do the jump puzzle in Bob's <laughs> class in his first time in there. All of us are sitting there at the bottom waiting for him. And he keeps failing and falling. And we were like, you know, he's a warlock. None of us played. What? None of us had warlock. That oh, should yeah. be the easiest so, one, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we had to switch to our warlocks and show him how to do it. It was so funny watching that happen. It, that's, that, those are the type of moments that really, you know, speak to destiny, though. Like, you're all willing to wait. Somehow mm-hmm. you still wait. Mm-hmm. You make a lot of fun of that person. Um, but you're like, did you equip this? Are you on this setting? Uh, and you'll all be patient and work as a team, uh, even if it's frustrating. There's a forgiveness and, there, you're right, because you know at some point in the future you're going to be that guy yeah, yeah. who keeps failing over you and over again. Very careful, that. exactly, because I've seen that where you're like giving someone grief and then the next section you like are dropping the ball. Well, and I mean, not me, but somebody else. Yeah, well, and there's something really satisfying about the teamwork aspect of Destiny. I mean, it's something that six of you go in and there's these shared joys and shared loss at some points too. And whenever you down a boss and it's just that moment where some people are erupting because they just got the coolest thing ever and other people are really salty because they didn't get anything. Mm-hmm. Um, there is something very special about that. Uh, so really, really quick check. Everybody at the table, what's your favorite raid? Brand? Oh, uh, Taken King is the most put together. It was the most bug free and it was the most robust. So by far uh, the Taken King. But I have a lot of great memories, of course, with Vault of Glass. Yeah. yeah. Right King's Fall, Oryx Raid. Yeah. Yeah. King King. So I think King's Fall is still the best mechanically, just presentation wise and everything. But I have a soft spot in my heart for Vault of Glass. Like it was your first experience with that sort of like a shared world shooter, as Bungie calls it, uh, and experiencing that with six friends. You know, it was I fun. I can't go back to it. You go, you get to the, like the Templar part with like all the mm-hmm. I forgot the heart harpies, the, the heart, yeah, the harpies and the lights, and it takes forever. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That well, part now is it goes. Yeah. What about you? It's hard to say because uh, I want to say Vault of Glass because I'd never played anything like that before. Mm-hmm. Like I had always really appreciated like World of Warcraft and always heard, mm-hmm. you know, there was these stories of instances of people going in and working as a team um, and raiding there. Um, and so I was really fascinated by the concept, and when I heard a shooter was doing it, I was even more, like, really into it. Um, but I agree with Fran that King's Fall is probably the smoothest rollout of a raid I've, I've seen with, with the game. Definitely. And there's also just those moments where, like, you walk in, and, like, you're in this spaceport, and you're seeing all these ships go by, and it's another jumping puzzle, but the level of scale is unlike anything you'd seen before. Mm-hmm. I think that's really cool. So I, I think that would push me over the edge. It would be King's Fall. Um, yeah. What about you, Finnegan? I think Vault of Glass, just because I think the design of it is super cool. Like, mm. the Dreadnought isn't all that appealing to me, like, in terms of just the way it looks and its design, whereas every corner you look in, every sort of, like, nook and cranny that you explore in Vault of Glass, there's something really interesting to find or see. Just the way it looks is really cool. Yeah, it is expansive and mysterious, almost. Yeah, right? You're yeah. closed in a lot in the Dreadnought. Yeah, I mean, you can look around... We always wondered back in the day, like at the bottom of the jump puzzle in Vaults of Glass, like you could look out across the chasm and see all these little like unused Vex portals. And you were like, I bet that'll come into play later on. And uh, I mean, it hasn't yet, but there's still that sort of sense that there's more in the Vaults of Glass that we haven't seen yet that I'm sure they're planning to use later on. And I think that's really intriguing to me. Whereas like, I don't know, yeah, King's Fall is mechanically, it's the best raid. The puzzles are the best. You're right. It's basically bulletproof as far as bugs and glitches. The jump puzzles are really fun and the encounter mechanics are awesome. But it's just like, I don't know, like you said, there's a soft spot in my heart for Vaults of Glass. For the first, yeah. So real quick, we want to give away some prizes to you guys. Bungie gave us a bunch of collectors, limited collectors editions of the game. We have some blacksmith shaders. If you're a Destiny fan, you probably want one of those. Yeah, yeah. hard to find blacksmith okay. shaders. Yeah, um, shirts, etc. So real quick, Alexio, if Thank you're you, ready, Bungie. 
We're, yes, thank you, Bungie. We're going to play a sound, and if you can guess what weapon it is, or exotic it is, let us know right away. So play the first one, Alexio. Don't shout out your answer. Just raise your hand. Anybody know that? One more time. <laughs> I don't even know that one. Anybody get it? No? All right. Wait, wait, wait. Here, wait. I'll give you a hint. We've, no, 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 no. We've got, we've got a guess. Let's raise your hand. Oh, where? All right, you. Yes, sir. You got it. Nice job. Come yeah. on up. Are we, was, uh, we giving away the prize right now? Yeah, we're giving yeah, away a prize right. right now. We have collector's edition oh, of the games. Come on up. Uh, you can right, go right over here, and somebody will help you pick, select a prize. See, it was a, it was right a now, wolf pack round to give that one yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. You had yeah. to listen I, at the end there. I talked to Destin about this one. I was like, Are you, it just sounds like a rocket, but yeah, it's that. Really? Yeah, the tingy wolf pack yeah, round. Yeah, R.I.P. Gallahorn after the nerf. I know. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah. It's sad I still have mine. Pour one out. Sitting in my inventory. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was your name, by the way? Where'd you go? Oh, here. Yeah. I'll, I'll say hello. Yeah. Hey, what's your name for everyone? Curtis. Curtis, where are you from? Yeah. San Francisco. How many hours would you say you've played of uh, Destiny? I've played a few. Yeah. <laughs> a few? <laughs> that means a lot. We're going to go to wastedondestiny.com and look up your yeah. username. What, yeah. An estimate. 50, 100, 500? Uh, more than 50. Yeah. This is one of those uh, secret addicts. That a, want to you're among friends here. Right, Tell so, us. Uh, <laughs> how, so did you already get your prize, or do we need to yeah. have them select So uh, which would you like? Would you like a PS4, Xbox One, and you got a shirt and a blacksmith shader? Wait, I get to, I get to pick a PS4? No, 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 not no. the console. No. <laughs> That's exactly. the addition of the Taken King. Yeah, so yeah. you can choose a, spe- a collector's edition of Curtis PS4 or man. Xbox oh, One yeah. and yeah. a shirt and a shader. shader. Yeah. A shirt and a shader. Yeah. Keep me a close eye on Curtis. <laughs> All right. Cool. And uh, do you need a copy of the game to give it someone? I mean, you get PS4 or Xbox One, right? Yeah, go for it. That's go yours. Do you need a copy right. of the game to get right. someone else addicted to ruin yeah. their yeah. life as well? <laughs> Thank you, Curtis. Right. We have more on the way. Watch that. All right, we got one more sound, so we'll want for one more giveaway. Alexio, do you want to give it a shout? Oh, I know that one. Do one more. Oh, uh, I think I know Hands. that one. Oh, wait. No. Oh, no. We got to raise. Wait, wait, wait. Don't, raise shout, don't shout anything out until we point. Uh, back there in the gray. Yes, sir. It is. There it is. is. Come on up. Nice work. Woo! Didn't even need the proc to know it. It's kind of like... That's uh, that's okay. one of my favorite... You yeah. didn't know? No, I'm just kind of relieved they knew. I was oh, like, yeah. what if no one comes? Come on here. <laughs> yeah. What do we do? I yeah. picked some pretty iconic ones. Okay. So, yeah. Hey, we do uh, have a winner back here, guys. All right, hey. Uh, what is your name? Kyle. Kyle, where are you from? San Francisco. Yeah, hometown. All right. What, is nobody else from San Francisco? <laughs> I'm from San Francisco, friend. Man, get these people some coffee. All right, what would you like? Xbox One version, a PS4 version, um, and then, of course, you get a shirt and a shader. I already have PS4, so I guess Xbox. Yeah, take it away. And we are giving away the collector's edition here. Is yep. that right? Yep. Great. And you get a shirt if you want one. All right. We're going to be giving more, away you. more versions of the game a little bit later in the show. Uh, Alfredo, right now, we're going to say adieu for the moment, but yeah. you will be back at the end yeah. of the show. Just pretend that I got the weasel error, and yeah. I'm just, just going to go ahead and bounce <laughs> for a second. Oh, right. So we'll I get my seat back later. now? Yeah. Uh, it's nice and Bring warm. Yeah, seat right. back. Thank you so much, Alfredo. Everybody think Fredo. Yeah.
You gonna come back? You gonna join us, friend? And we're back. Yeah. <laughs> really nice to see him again. I, I love Alfredo. Alfredo, in a while. Alfredo plays. Follow mm-hmm. him. He does great stuff. So uh, next up, uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about how Destiny has impacted our lives. Um, so real quick. Uh, let's just play a video. We had some uh, YouTubers and some people that have, uh, the community has had an impact on them and Destiny has an impact on their life. And here's a look at what it's done for them. How has Destiny changed my life in the past year? Well, I was going to school and then this game called Destiny came out. And now I'm not going to school anymore. That sounds bad, right? (laughs) No. It's had a profound impact on my life in nearly every category. I've made tons of new friends, plenty of which I've actually gotten to meet up with in real life at conventions and their houses. Not only are there like loads of other like amazing Destiny YouTubers, a lot of whom I call friends these days, you know, I know a lot of them and they're really, really awesome people and it's like a great community, but also the wider community. I mean like the first, the very first raid for example, the Vault of Gloss, I mean that forged friendships for me. There are people that I'd known online, you know, I play games with occasionally, but then when you go into an encounter like a raid and you're really tested to your limits, you know, that forges friendships. I mean, that is just like, it's just a, it's an impressive kind of thing to sort of see. But thanks to Destiny and its community though, I was able to quit my job at Best Buy where I was just fixing computers every day and getting yelled at by random people to pursue a career in streaming. And you know, a year later, I can live on my own and pay for groceries and pay for bills, you know, start doing cool stuff too, like shirts and other things. It's insane. Uh, my wife and I play it as well. She enjoys the game. Also, the community is just honestly the the, the biggest thing is is the community. The how passionate everybody is. Uh, sometimes we take the game a little too serious, but it's to be expected when there's so many complexities with the game, and and also you get to experience the the full spectrum when you are a content creator. It's just this really cool experience to suddenly be part of this massive community of, I don't even know how many people actually play Destiny now, like millions, at least <laughs> at least millions of people. I am super glad to be a part of this. I'm super glad to be like at the epicenter of this community just so that I can, you know, continue to cover this game as it grows and I just can't wait to see what happens. I mean, if they've got a 10 year life cycle for this game, then what do the next eight years hold? That's just insane. Games have always been a part of my life and to be able to be a part of it as a career in the way that I get to be a part of it is really unreal. I love what I get to do. It's a crazy awesome opportunity and I'm, I'm pretty glad that everything has worked out. Who can say that they get to hang out with their brother almost every day and their best friend playing video games for fun and also it's their job. I don't think anyone can. It is fantastic and I'm very very blessed to be part of this community. It's it's fantastic. I haven't worked a day in my life since I started doing this, and I can't wait to see what the next year brings. Yeah. That was awesome, Destin. Yeah. So, Destin put that together. Thank you. That was really yeah. cool. I did not edit it. I cannot take credit for That's that. That's fine. It was a but, great idea. But I do want to say thank you to the community members that did contribute to that video. And, uh, you know, a lot of them have been on the show. Some of them are just, uh, you know, fans of the show. They watch. And uh, you know and we, we all play this, fans of them. Yeah, we all play the the same game. And I thought that would be a good segue into how Destiny has had an impact on our lives. Uh, Fran, I know like you play with CJ a lot more. He lives in Canada. He's yeah, your video guy. <clears throat> yeah, could be here today. He wanted to be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, how has it impacted my life? Actually, the fact that I'm sitting here right now is how it's a big part. 
Um, it's something maybe that you know you guys don't even think about. I don't get to do this anymore. My job's to run video at IGN, mm -hmm. and um, you know I participate, but I don't get to be sort of out there anymore. Some people know me as the guy who reviewed Mario Kart Double Dash and gave it a seven point nine. These guys do. Some people know me as uh, IGN sixty four guy, a GameCube guy, whatever. So the point is, um, it's awesome to be up here, and it is a game that I actually really love. Like. You know, we talk so much about that, but to be out here in front of everybody it means a lot to me. Um, I get to do this again and have uh, this part of it in my life. Outside of that, I should say, I play it way too much. <laughs> and it is a real struggle. It is an actual struggle to, part of it is to do it here for the show, but part of it is to keep up with the community um, that you just want to be a part of. And because of that, yeah, there's like some weekends where like I, you know, I skip laundry or I don't do this thing. Um, it's interesting that a game can have that effect on your life. I think a lot of us can relate with that. Mm, definitely. What about you, Jose? Why, why, aren't, you, why aren't you next? Why I got to go I want to go last. Oh, you want to go last. <laughs> He's oh, the okay. host. He gets it. Uh, okay. Finnegan, do you want to go? Sure. All right, go. All right. <laughs> uh, I've always been a really big shooters guy, so Destiny hasn't really profoundly impacted me in a way that's like, super unique, but I do play it a lot and I do love being part of this group of people up here and the community at large because a lot of times people will come up to me, which is a new thing for me because I am not uh, as often on camera as some of these guys are, uh, and they'll talk to me about Destiny, which is awesome because I love talking anything insider baseball. Like if you come up and talk to me about Halo or Warcraft or any of these games where it's like the deeper your knowledge is, the more it sounds like a foreign language to people. Like, I love that. I think it's really funny, and I think in some ways it alienates people, but I also think that's funny, too. So being able to talk with people who share the same passions with me uh, as me, that's something that this game has given me that I hadn't had previously in a long time since I uh, stopped playing World of Warcraft. Like Fran, I play it entirely too much. I have to make tough decisions like... <laughs> Whether or not I should bring my console with me when I go on the road oh, <laughs> to Germany or something. Yeah, like there was, you know, I went, I was at BlizzCon and Brian Malkowitz, who has been on Fireteam Chat once or twice, he's another video guy and big Destiny fan. He, ca he called me and he's like, yo, so uh, Zer's selling Zalo. And I was like, <laughs> I did not bring my console. And he was like, do you want to send me your info? And I was like, yeah, I'll send you my info. Cause you, could you log it? And oh, by the way, do my No Time to Explain quest too, please, thanks. And he was just like, all right, yeah. man, thanks. And I'm so happy to have people like that who have my back. And like in the same way that they would do that for me, I hope you guys know I'll do that for you too. Oh, thanks, I would have brought Microsoft points up the wazoo with your <laughs> Um, so the, I never play games uh, across platforms. I usually pick one and, and stay there. Um, but this really interesting thing started to happen through Destiny that I did not in any way expect. Um, so on PlayStation 4, uh, the friends that I made were mostly uh, professional, but also sort of heroes. Like, I mean, I grew up, you know, I grew up reading about video games in the magazine era. And uh, one of my favorite writers was... Uh, an editor named Mark McDonald, Mark McDonald. who wrote for uh, Electronic Gaming Monthly. It was like this magazine that I read cover to cover. And through Destiny, uh, I've become really good friends with him. And this is like a hero to me in a lot of ways in, in, in everything that I do. And so that was, that was really awesome. And there are plenty of other people who are on that list, uh, but I don't want to say too many names. Um, and then on the Xbox side, uh, it, it became a lot more personal. You know, like through, uh, you know, through a really good friend, I, I met... Uh, a bunch of uh, this circle of friends that you know live out in the Central Valley, and some of them are here right now, and they just became like this like this deep click yeah. that I could like sh <laughs> share things with and uh, and ultimately like feel really comfortable around and and that 's something that to me like has never happened across games before like 
these, these, these different pools of people all colliding. And they're on separate platforms, which sucks, because that means I have to do everything twice to hang out with them, but I don't mind. Just come over to Xbox, man. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine with Xbox, but PS4 is where it's at. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Come on. Um, Thunderous applause for that one. Yeah. Do you, do you think we have time for maybe someone from the audience to share a story, Destin? Yeah. Um, Does anybody have a story they would like to share? How has Destiny impacted your life? Yeah. While we bring that person up, I can tell you a little bit about uh, things. Uh, here, that, I'll, I'll go grab some. Things that have happened to me, like uh, just at the office. You know, we created this thing, and it kind of became part of my regular work schedule. So I had to do that. I mean, I was the guy during Vault Glass shouting things nobody understood in the middle of the office, like cleanse. Oh, I know. I and, sit right next to you. Yeah, Sean oh. used to sit right. Well, you still do, but yeah. we moved since then. But uh, yeah, you know, just shouting in the middle of the office like a crazy person. Nobody really got it. Then we launched this show. You know, and uh, I think we all started working closer together at that point. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Introduce Hello, guys. Yourself. Hey, Hi, my name is Nick. I'm from the East Bay. Hey. Hello. So how, how has Destiny impacted your life, Nick? Oh, uh, you know, poor decisions. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, I see you're wearing a bungee shirt, so you yeah. might be <laughs> Yeah. So uh, it's actually very recently. So last weekend, my, I had to get my car registered again. I had to mm -hmm. get it to pass smog. And... Um, I had to go and like get the catalytic converter replaced and all mm -hmm. this stuff, and it was a nightmare. And I knew about it like two months ago, and I put it off and put it off and put it off. And most of that is due to Destiny, and then or sorry, Destiny, and then when Halo came out. Yeah. So I put it off, put it off, put it off, and then had to rush like a madman to get it all done last weekend. Uh, in fact, I had to get my family to go take it down to the muffler shop because I. Didn't want to do it. And just yeah, play and it's just, it's it's that story and like a million other stories where well, I should be doing this one thing, but I'm not doing it. It's like yeah. a, it's a really bad responsibility thing. I thought you were gonna say you got married or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. you're like, oh yeah, I like just I don't go out and take care of really important stuff. <laughs> I love video games, man. I just can't stop playing them. That's like, yeah. I'm just kidding. That's a lot of our stories, I think. Oh, oh I've definitely had um, uh, disagreements with my girlfriend over the amount of time I play Destiny. It's, uh -huh. it's really bad. <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's fine now. We figured it out. Yeah. It's, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. We, we, we play a lot of Diablo together, so mm -hmm. she, she understands they the got obsession. Got to balance Diablo. <laughs> like, yeah. One of my great fears is whenever people ask me to go do something, they're like, come get drinks or something. Oh, I'm busy. I fear that they're going to find out I'm just going home and playing Destiny. <laughs> so much Sorry, about that. Well, they know now. Yeah. yeah. They're not in this they're room, not. I don't think. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad that had a happy end. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one thing that I found, it definitely helps you uh, meet people or maintain relationships with, like, CJ, for example, who lives in Canada. You know, Alfredo and I would play when he went to go stream full-time, et cetera. And I've actually met people, like, in the Destiny world. You know, like, uh, there's people I can think of off the top of my head, like City, uh, Darth, Stan, Racer. You know, all those people I play, play with regularly. And we started sharing, like real life stuff because like you're waiting a lot in destiny right you're yeah. waiting for your ship to yeah. load or to get a raid crew together and we would just kind of talk about you know if you have a bad day you talk about that with each other or if you're frustrated about something yeah. and it was kind of kind of weird to have this support system within a video game world i i can totally relate to that. my friend and i brought grant we um we used to play a lot of D D every weekend together yeah and uh, basically life got in the way and we all had to stop. And we, it was something we played for, what, two years? Like every Sunday? Mm -hmm. 
And uh, it was him and uh, our friend Jordan. And we basically stopped seeing each other, stopped. I mean, we still, you know, talk occasionally, but mm-hmm. nothing like uh, we do now. And that's, that's all thanks to Destiny. It, it became like a, a Tuesday thing reset. All right, where are you guys? Let's do this. You know, everything. And it became kind of our, um, you know, our like Sunday D&D session was really more of an excuse to, to see each other and hang out and catch up on the week. And then Destiny became that kind of analog for it. Yeah. And um, it was really cool. It's, it's uh, you know, uh, I go to a lot of conventions. I go to Comic-Con a lot. And it's like that thing where you go and you already have something in common with a lot of people. Yeah. And you can just pick up conversations with people. And it's awesome. Like, I, um, you guys were doing the streams for the uh, uh, Nerd HQ stuff. Yes. And somebody gave uh, Zachary Levi, who runs uh, the Nerd Machine, a thorn. And I was sitting there right there <laughs> with the guy, and um, they did like a, a picture thing afterwards. And the guy who gave it to him just happened to be in line behind me. Mm-hmm. And we spent a good half an hour just talking, talking about, about Destiny, Destiny and he and yeah, how this whole thorn is. Was, <laughs> was yeah. right, and then like uh, the next day, he was there in his uh, hunter cosplay. Oh, nice! And uh, that day, he had his Mita multi tool with him, and he was like, "You want to go like take a picture with it?" Because they had like photo booths and stuff. Yeah. So I have a picture of me with his multi tool there, and um, it was really cool. And I, um, That's awesome. They also did um, the uh, oh, they got they did the the, the conversation with. Uh, Nathan Fillion and oh, Alan yeah. Tudyk, oh, yeah. and uh, I actually got up and asked him, you know, what's it like being the voice actor of, you know, not only Halo, Halo, but you know, Cade and Destiny and all the other stuff he's been yeah. into. So basically, all these experiences like allowed you to meet a ton of new people and kind of interact with them, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming up and sharing you. your stories. It's nice to meet you. Yeah. Yeah, I got to give him props. If you've ever met Nathan Fillion, he is enormous. He is like intimidating. So yeah. to take a question to him, like that I means a lot coming from you. You're yeah, like, I was like, what? Yeah. three, you tower two. over everybody. No, How tall he, are you, Jose? Yeah. Uh, six five, but okay. he he's still like that's a really cool story. I would always joke that we should put Jose on another Apple box when we shoot him. Just yeah, because <laughs> so it'd be out of it frame. would be funny. No. All right, so that's cool. Thank you. <laughs> We're going to play another gun game, and uh, we want to thank Carl's Jr. and Hardy's for helping make this show happen today. They have giveaways for you guys later and some cool gaming stuff, so be sure to check it out before you go. There's a Call of Duty room upstairs and stuff. There's a yes, photo Yeah, there's right a up photo there. We can take, yep, take mm-hmm. photos. You can go up play Black Ops, mm-hmm. um, so check it out. Yeah, definitely. But right now, we are actually going to give away some more Destiny stuff. You guys want to play the, the Guess That Exotic game again? Yeah? All right. Gets Lexia. a little harder, I hope. Right there. No, no. No. Over there. Over there. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He said it. All right. Yeah. Yep. Come on up. Good Where's that roaming mic? I love that noise that that weapon makes. It uh, it's very distinct. It's it sounds it sounds like Star Wars a little bit, you know? Yeah, like it almost is very like Star a, Wars, yeah. one of the laser guns or whatever. You pop a bass speaker with that one. Yeah. You you can go ahead. Just hop on over or under. Ooh. Is this my guy? Doesn't sound like it. Kind of. He's, yeah? Right. What's your name? Daniel. Daniel. Uh, where are you from? I am from Avenal. Where is that? Central Valley. 
All right. I've been here for almost 15 years. I don't know where that is. Okay. What would you, <laughs> what would you like coming over? Uh, Xbox One. All right. You got it. You got it. Would you like a shader and a shirt? Why wouldn't you? It's yeah. a, sort of a silly question. Those Here blacksmith shaders are hard to come by, man. They right. are very. Thank you very much. And wherever you're from. Yeah. We're gonna do. We're gonna do one more giveaway really quick. So if you guys are ready. As soon as you get it, raise your hand. Oh, wait. Let's let the, let the kid have a chance. No, no. Uh, over here, somebody raise their hand. You. You are correct. Yeah. <laughs> we still have a few more. Don't worry. We uh we have more stuff coming later in the show. Come on up. Uh, we have more Call of Duty things to give away, and we have a, a few more sounds. That. All right. Thank you for coming. Come on up. Hi again. Hello. What? You can't be <laughs> up guy. here twice. I'm sorry, I can't help myself. I like you guys. I, I do follow all of you a lot. Oh. IGN and all that stuff. Thank you for supporting us. Okay, what you would you stuff. like? PS4 uh, is all that's left. <laughs> so. <laughs> right, we you get a shader, you get a shirt, and we you obviously like still get a collector's theme. edition if you like one. A what? Like right here, we should have played like a hurry up theme like or like the Jeopardy okay. song. Like, dun, dun, Thank dun, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Choose your prize. You can, you can do it. Thank you can always sing the song. No. <laughs> Thank you, sir. So, Fran. Yeah, there's a little bit of a cue here, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, sorry, I was busy. Um, <laughs> the whole point so of the, like this, is you don't have to cue. Yeah, I know. That, that, that game is really cool. It was something that we had talked about. I've been wanting to do something like that on the show. So if you like us, let, let, if you like it, let us know. Fran, you thought about it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, Thank you for giving us credit. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was a lot of fun. Uh, I think about that because the design of the games is just like, each weapon is a character, you know, I have a feeling that that's the way they think about it. And uh, the hereafter in particular, like, I love that sound. Like, it's just, it's a cool, cool sound. Um, you know, but unfortunately, that was the only thing we were able to come up with. I actually did want to get a special guest, um, but it actually has kind of fallen through. Oh, whoa. Blackout, blackout. Guardians of the Fire Team Chat, you give me hope, but together we must finish what we started. I recognize that voice. Yeah, Eris is in the house. Voice. Come on down. Yeah, this is none other than Morla Gorondona, the Hi. voice of Eris, and she's in Black Ops as well. This is true. A good friend Hello. of mine, current friend of the show. Thank you. Thank her again for coming out. Yeah, I'm good. Seriously, uh, thank, thank you so much for joining us. Like, this is awesome. Oh, yeah. it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So the See, first... I wanted to get you a better mic. Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> this, one's, this is a good one. Yeah. Uh, the first question I had for you, like, right off the top is just, like, what is it like working with Bungie? Like, are you in a VO booth? What direction do you get for a character like Eris? Yeah, uh, you know? I'm, I'm lucky enough that I, I, I live in the Seattle area, and Bungie obviously is there. And so I, I get to go to the Bungie studios to record. 
and I work directly with the narrative design and the audio team. Hmm. So yeah, they have a booth there set up. It's nice. So how did you come up with Eris? Like, did you get direction from them, or is it from your mind? Uh, yeah, both. It's a, it's a collaboration for sure. Um, during the auditions, they gave me some really, really great stuff to work with, and I you know, developed this character. I auditioned for that, and uh, as, as we've been working together, she just gets crazier and crazier, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. So yeah, I, I definitely pull from my own life, and, uh, and also, no, I, I know, <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, uh, I'm crazy. No, I, uh, no, I just, there's uh, my own experiences just with dealing with so wait, what were some other voices like that you tried? Can, can you can you like reproduce some? Maybe like off the fly. Oh, like, what, yeah. what, what, what like other Eris voices? Eris yeah. voices that yeah. didn't make. The yeah, like, didn't hey make everybody, it. I'm Eris. Yeah. <laughs> it oh, was yeah. never like that. Yeah, right? they were like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on, everybody? It's like we're down to the dead. <laughs> they didn't like that one. No, no. <laughs> yeah, they there were there were some some variations. Uh, some like one variation, there was a uh, possibility that she would have an accent. Um, Oi, mateys! <laughs> no, no, let her do she it. Was, let her do it. What did it sound like? She was She was like, "I'm a gal, y'all." So went down pit. No, uh, no, there was the slight variations on accents, but the um, the the one that I did on auditions is the one they're like, "Yeah, that's it." So it worked out really nice. Oh wow! Yeah. Cool. Could you? It was a li- it was a little low uh, on the mic. Could you read the, the, oh, did, the oh. line again? Would you mind? Oh, this this line. <clears throat> and she has to get the character. Guardians of the fire team, chat. You give me hope. But together, we must finish what we started. <laughs> <laughs> nice job on that. pretty good. <laughs> no, we could. Oh. I'm just greedy. I wanted to hear it multiple no, okay, times. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so, I actually, it's interesting, as you are not just Eris. This is true. Mm-hmm. How did it start, and who are you in the world of Destiny as a voice? So, so I, I started, actually, in Destiny in, in the very first incarnation. Um, I'm also the voice of the Hive. So all the screeches and the screams and all that, that's, that's uh, something that uh, the sound designers and I, we came together and we did the, created the vocal identity for the Hive. So was it, which did you do first? Were you a thrall? Were you uh, omnigal? I just did a whole bunch of crazy sounds and they're like, well, figure out what goes where. Prove it. And, <laughs> well, I, I, I am going to make you just at least a little screech. It's crazy. Are you I'm like, did they yeah. edit the... Do a little screech. Um. No, no pressure. <laughs> yeah. It's not as easy to see. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, right? That's awesome. Give her a hand, give her a hand. That was awesome. Yeah. I have to cover my mouth because otherwise yeah. the whole yeah. the whole thing. So really yeah, so that's also the voice of voice of Omnigal as well. Mm. It's, it's a very iconic sound. Like I, as soon as you did that, it kind of takes you back to going to that mission did you and feel seeing. The terror? Yeah, a little bit. Totally. That was not a fun encounter. Like she was very difficult when you or fought her just, the first time. Even the when you're facing all the thrall in dark uh, in Crota, like yeah. that very first part when you're running from pillar to pillar, like and it, you're being overrun by thrall and you just hear the sounds of them out there in the dark. It's mm. terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's very loud. Well, one of the things that I learned after the fact that I th- found very interesting was that they uh, they also used my voice in a lot of the weaponry. 
So at any given moment, you can hear my voice as the thrall and the wizards, the weaponry, and Eris. So it's like, coming at all these different directions. Any idea what weapon it might have been used in? Like, Uh, in what capacity? Like, it... Just like a... No, just you can like kind a of hear. sound yeah. in the background. I bet you it's some Akrota's weapons. Yeah, some layering. It's interesting because, like I said, each weapon seems to be a character. I wouldn't be surprised if you listen back. There's a bit of a scream or a, mm. a boom from certain um, guns. I listen to the weapons with brand new ears now. New quiz for the next show. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, with Taking King, I did have a question. A lot of the scene work was a lot more fleshed out between characters. Was it interesting for you to dive deeper into the character and see it transform from kind of this? tragic figure in the dark below to someone who's a little bit more wise and like sage-like in yeah. the Taken King. Yeah, definitely. I think that the when I when I got the script for the Taken King, I just felt like I could tell that the narrative team was having a lot of fun with it and really catering uh, catering the words and the scripts and the lines and everything to to Eris, like really understanding her, and I just remember just like, oh, these are fun, these are fun words to play with, and and uh, yeah. Yeah. What uh, do you happen to have a favorite word you like to say from the world of destiny? You have oh. a couple you say that I, I like. I oh, could tell gosh. you, but uh, <laughs> I the the I love the finger fingertips <laughs> surface of my mind. Yeah. Oh yeah, that one. That's a good one. From the very first mission of the take. Yeah, there's a, you say a lot of lines, you know, you're walking around the yeah. kiosk and stuff in the tower. Yeah. It's very creepy. There's, there's some, the, 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 the words that they, that they just, they put together. It was like, oh, yeah, they had fun with this one. Uh, I Eris, tell. Eris has never said anything to Cade. What would you say to him if you had a, had a response for all his smarminess? <laughs> oh, I think that's something yeah. for the narrative design team. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. I, yeah. I don't know. I've always liked the word Oryx and when you have to say Oryx. Oryx. Yeah, that's Oryx. a cool Oryx. So dramatic. A little um, bit. Yeah. A little bit of the drama. Well, I mean, her life has been pretty dramatic, Eris. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, a little bit. So, Morla, you told me an interesting story, which is you actually prep for, prepped for when you went in to record these lines. Yeah, Could you tell time. us, like, give us a sequence of starting with, sounds like, in your car before yes. you get to the booth. Yeah. Like, what happens? So, yeah, it's, it's, you know, I have a, I have a theater background, so lots of rehearsal and preparation. So, there's a vocal warm up that I do for sure. And, uh, but yeah, to to get into Eris' character, I have um, at least two songs that I absolutely have to listen to. Um, one is is um, anything by the band Morphine. Are you familiar? I think band so Morphine, maybe, right? yeah. Right. So he's got that super deep voice. <laughs> so I just like use use uh, anything from him from that band to get my voice down super low. And you sing it. Yeah. What yeah, I sit in my car outside of Bungie. Rock it out. It's true. <laughs> I sit in my car outside of Bungie, and I just like I sing really deep voice. And then, uh, and then there's another song that puts me in the headspace for Eris, which is um, it's by Dead Can Dance. It's a song called Indus. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. It's it, that's that's that puts me in the headspace for Eris. Yeah. That's cool. And then. Just so people understand how it goes in the booth. I mean, do you just read one line and you're like, later guys, I got my coffee, I'm out? Yeah, pretty much. No. <laughs> Peace. No, I, uh, I get the script and then everything's going to broken up line by line. And uh, I just read, I give three variations on the line. And then they say whether they like those or not or if I give another three. Mm. Um, yeah, so variations, try to make them as dynamic and, and big and different as possible. We talked a little bit before about uh, how Destiny has impacted our lives, and you've gone on to do a lot since then. Yeah. Uh, what, is, what has it been like since ha- working with this iconic character? It's, um, it's been amazing. 
I working with the Bungie team has been fantastic. They're they're almost like family. You know, they're they're really warm and wonderful and and and, and great people to work with. Um, and the community has been oh, yeah. outstanding. I have never felt more welcomed. And, and you know, I was a little bit concerned about that. You know, you mm-hmm. hear about people kind of going you know, really vicious on Twitter or wherever. And it hasn't been. It's been very warm and embracing. And I'm, I'm so grateful to the community. And uh, yeah, I mean, what the work that I did, Black Ops 3 as a direct mm-hmm. result of yep. having, having uh, Hammer? work to... Hmm? Your character. Battery. Oh, Battery, sorry. Battery. So what kind of character is Battery? Battery is a badass. All right. (laughs) She is a badass. She is the youngest, uh, she's a specialist, Mm -hmm. and uh, she's the youngest of five, and the only girl in uh, in her family, and everyone in her family is uh, is part of the army, and so she, she has seen all her family before, before her join the army and yeah. yeah what 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 does her voice sound like <laughs> yeah and, yeah what does her voice sound like, and like what do you like, do to look. get in the mindset for her oh i listen to a lot of faith no more so all right yeah. <laughs> now we're talking for, for Epic. yeah yes uh i listen to faith no more to get into the battery character and uh so where eris is very dramatic and how there's like a a lilt to her voice um battery is more um, I don't know. Can, can you curse on here? Probably not. Uh, no, so, she curses a lot, no, apparently. She does, Let's yeah, keep yeah. it clean. <laughs> just, just say uh, um, spaghetti instead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, oh, gosh, I can't remember the line. Her big line. Um, it's okay. It yeah. goes back to you. So she, yeah, it's lots of barks and orders. She talks like this. And oh. she, uh, she, she's like, I'm, I'm sick of all this stuff. There it's stuff. Right. stuff. Yeah. See, yeah. that was the word we were looking stuff. for. That's the real word. Hi. Very commanding. Yes. Get, get your stuff together, people. Get, that's it. That's is what. Battery her real name, together. or is that like a call sign? It's her call sign. Okay. It's Aaron Battery Because I was going to say, yeah. that's an interesting be, name. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. I, I had asked you this question, like, uh, is Eris, uh, or at the time, was it the biggest sort of recognition you had as a video game character? Um, or, or is there anything before that? Uh, it's the one that I've been most uh, closely identifiable with. That, like, you know, I, I've, I've played, I've been in some really large games before, but nothing so specific. Um, uh, I usually play, before Eris, I played lots of characters in games. So I, I did uh, Bioshock 2 and Infamous 2 and uh, Crackdown 2. Yeah. And I uh, love the sequels. And, yeah. yeah, but I would play lots of different characters for those. So this is very much one-to-one. Yeah, yeah. A funny story that I think I've told Destin and on the show before was I was so busy in December last year. And uh, I go home. It's like 10.30 at night. I'm eating dinner, you know. And I saw, oh, they put this little trailer in Destiny. I was going to play some. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll watch the trailer. Like, hadn't seen it yet uh, for Dark Below. And I kick it on. And it's like only a few seconds in, 10 seconds. I was like... That Morla? <laughs> back and, and the funniest story was I hit her up on Facebook and was like, hey, I uh, don't know if you can say anything yet. You know, are you, you know, heiress? And she gets back. She was a little confused, actually. <laughs> She's like, yeah, you know, I, like I said, let's uh, talk, you know. And what it, it turned out, she had already emailed me like several days prior explaining this to me. Right. But, um, but her voice, yeah, it's just yeah. so awesome. It's so awesome. Thank you. 
You've also played two very strong female roles. Yeah. Yeah, that's got to feel good. It's amazing. It's it's fantastic that there's opportunity to to uh, to play these characters that are compelling, and you know, Eris being very mysterious and commanding. Battery also being very commanding and 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 brave and just badass, and you know, not having to be so over the top sexy all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a very far cry from the, the very first character that I played, which was all about the visual and not about the voice at all. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know, those like eight eyes that Eris has, super cool. Yeah. <laughs> super cool. <laughs> Stolen eyes. Um, so do we think we're ready to move on to the next thing, Destin, or did yeah. you have more? We're going to do some giveaways, and then, or do you want to do the, the other thing? Oh, no, yeah, we're on to a little special idea I had, actually. So um, this is a perfect segue. We need a female volunteer from the audience who wants to play a Korra Ray. She's the Warlock Vanguard. Is there a female in the audience, by chance, that would like to do this? Come on. You should tell them what they're doing first. Sorry. You're going to read some lines. That's all. You're going to read some dialogue. We need a warlock representative. You guys aren't selling it. How would you like to do a table read? This will be literally easy. We got the lines for you. The actress. You don't have to make up anything. Wait, are we giving them a shader for reading these lines, or are we just inviting them to read the line? Oh, okay. Raise raise your hand if you're down for it. There she is. All right. Come on. I can tell. Yeah. She wanted to. It is. Come up, stage Come on up here. Extra one to read. Here, take this mic. Um, have a seat, actually, if you'd like. I'm going to go stand, stand back here. Oh, well, it's okay. Actually, I should get a chair. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We are going to watch a uh, cut scene, but not before you introduce yourself. Uh, so do that. All right. Um, this mic is on. Awesome. Uh, my name's Lauren. Um, I uh, stream. And just not as frequently, I go to nursing school, actually. And uh, my boyfriend and I met five years ago playing Left 4 Dead across the country. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah. Yes. That's my That's story. what this is about. Yeah, that's why we're here, actually. <laughs> Love supporting IGN. We've always been fans. And, um, yeah. Well, we currently live in San Diego, so we actually oh. drove up here all the way for this, awesome. guys. Awesome. Nice. This so, is thank you, IGN, thank you. for hosting this event. Nice. Thank you for coming. Morla. Fantastic. Right? Yeah. Right? Nice. This could be Acting something. background, good. actually. What? <laughs> it shows. Yeah. It shows. It thank helps. you. Couldn't have worked <laughs> out better. Okay, so, we're going to watch a scene. It's a famous scene from Taking King. Uh, Alexio, if we're ready, let's take a look at that. Then we'll come out, and we're going to have a little table read ourselves, and we'll each play a character. Our first priority must be to protect the city. Our guardian got a good look on Phobos. Whatever it was, it turned Cabal against Cabal, wiped out their base in minutes. How long would we last? Until we understand what we're dealing with. They are taken. Eris, get your rock off my map. It hasn't spoken since Crota fell. It speaks now. Because Oryx has arrived. Come to fulfill the final covenant of his son. But why fight the Cabal? Not fighting. Taking. Controlling their will. So we focus on his army. Kill these Taken until he's all that's left. Whatever you kill 
Oryx will replace. The Dreadnought, then. How do we get past that weapon? Without ending up like the Awoken. I gotta go, uh, see about a ship. Kate, our discussion is not yet concluded. Oh, I know. That's why I'm leaving. All right, so we did before, this. We did this at Gamescom once, sort of. Yeah, we kind of did yeah. on the show. So, but actually, before we cue it up, though, uh, wait one second on the music because I think we have a music backing. I could be mistaken. Um, more any quick tip to warm up? I mean, any uh, vocal warm up you'd recommend? Oh, I think this is. I think this is one of your favorites. The Budgetta. Have you guys heard this before? You know. Oh, you, so everybody, let's try it together. Should we try it all together? You say Budgetta. All right. Woo! I think we're warm. I'm good. I think that works. I feel very warm. We do not have any morphine to play, so sorry. That was the band, right? Okay, so can we cue a little music? And so right here, you're going to play a Korra. I have to start this off, so no pressure. I'll be playing, oh, I'm sorry, I'll be playing Zavala, Destin is Cade, Cade. Morla is Eris, obviously, and a core ray right here. <clears throat> Wait for it. Our Guardian got a good look on Phobos. Whatever it was turned Cabal against Cabal, wiped their base out in minutes. How long would we last? Until we understand what we're dealing with. <laughs> they are taken. Eris, get your rock off my map. <laughs> it hasn't spoken since Crota fell. It speaks now because Oryx has arrived, come to fulfill the final covenant of his son. But why fight the Cabal? Not fighting, taking. Controlling their will. So we focus on his army. Kill these taken Love until it's all that's left. <laughs> Whatever you kill, Oryx will replace. The dreadnought, then. How do we get past that weapon? Without ending up like the Awoken. I gotta go, uh, see about a ship. Cade! We are not yet finished with this discussion. Oh, I know. That's why I'm leaving. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. Nice. Thank you so much for coming up. Uh, we will relieve you of your voice acting. Friend, do you voice Zavala? And we yeah. just didn't know. Friend might have. It's so good. Thank you. All right, I kind of did that for me, but uh, obviously. No, was that was like... Practicing, can you tell? When Eris yeah. was coming on, I just had this... Or Morla, sorry. I can't even <laughs> call you by your real name anymore. Just had this idea, and I love hearing Destin is Kate as well. Oh, boy. It's a favorite. Can you do Varix as well? Varix? Yeah. I am Varix. <laughs> yeah. I should have done Varix scene. It is. Yeah. You're needed in airlock, Guardian. <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. Kind of well, afraid you so for you two right now, and I don't know why. <laughs> Comments on that one will be great. Uh, we're gonna do another uh, giveaway here really quick. So let's uh, let's just let me look at my script here. Uh, thanks to Carl's Jr. and Hardy's for sponsoring the show. This event 
couldn't have happened without their help. So thank you very much. Thank and you. with that said, let's give away some goodies. Let's play number five. Do you have that one? Oh, I know that one. All right. It's a little tough. All right, let's see. You got it? All right. <laughs> you over here? Yeah. What? No. <clears throat> Uh, all right, you, you before. No. Third back, in charm? the back, in the back. Oh, boy, no. You guys are, you know. No, no hands. What? No, no. Wait, 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 wait. Let's right. hear the sound yeah. one more time. Yeah, play one more. Zach, producer, you cannot play. Right here. No, close. No. A lot of people have a guess. All right, way in the back. Yes, sir. Yeah, there you go. Come on, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's the that's what we wanted. The other ones are too easy. Yeah. Good good choice, Destiny. He picked that Thank one. Thank you. So while he comes down, um, do you guys like patience in time? Me? Uh, that yeah. used to be one of my favorite snipers yeah. back yeah. in the day. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. fun. Did you use it for PvP or PvE? PvE. PvE. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Thank you for coming down here. Uh, what is your name? I'm Brian. Brian, where are you from? The uh, Sacramento area. I know where that is. <laughs> All right. What would you like? Uh, you obviously get a collector's edition of PS4, <laughs> and uh, actually, you don't get to choose. No, that's awesome. So yeah. you would like it, right? Oh, absolutely. Thank you. Uh, what character do you play? Uh, what character type? My main's a hunter. All right. Are you... Of course, Masters. he plays all three. Okay. Well, thank you for coming down, Brian. Thank you. All right, so while he picks his prize, we are going to go ahead and play the next sound. That's one of my favorite weapons <laughs> from year one. One more, Alexio. All right. Yes, sir. All right, come on yeah. down. Nice job. That is one well of my done. favorite weapons. Little tear for our year one weapons, which are only good in the Crucible at certain times. Right, looks here. like we have two more. Two so, more. Uh, what is your name? Uh, my name is Ed. Ed, I've seen you down there. You've been dying to get up here. Yes, I have. I have. Well, I'm glad to have you come over and, and good guess. Uh, well, come get your prizes and let's move on to the next thing. All right. So, we got two more. It looks like we just have the blacksmith shader left. Fran, is that correct? Yeah, we still have blacksmith shaders. We have several. Okay. So we're going to give away so some blacksmith shaders. It's the last two. Uh, so let's play number seven. <laughs> you, you raise your hand pretty quick. Do you know it? Nope. No. <laughs> Over here? Nope. You oh, already won. Play it again. Play it again. <laughs> play one more time. It sounds a little different than when I record it. Play one more time. All right, well, it's a And our producer, Zach, wants to play so bad. You, you cannot play Zach. You got one over there. No, no, no. So the, it's sounding a little bit different. I'm not sure why, but I'll give you a hint. It's an, it's an auto rifle. It's very iconic. It's an exotic. Right there. Yes, yeah. sir. There you go. Yeah. Come on down. Dude, yeah, that doesn't sound like Suros. Yeah. I thought it was Zalo as well. Yeah, uh, it sounded sped up or something. It's super bassy. Yeah, yeah, it's a little yeah. bassy in here. All right, what is your name? Uh, Trevor. Trevor, where are you from? Uh, Redding, California. All right, thank you for coming out uh, and come get your prize. But before you do, actually, I did like, what character do you play? Uh, Warlock. Yeah. Yes, that's what I play. All right, thanks, Trevor. 
All right, well, we got one more sound to play. This one you'll probably get pretty quick. Like you. Do you know it? Yes, sir, you got it. All right, it. you did it. You said it before. Yeah. I was hoping you'd get it. Keep guessing time. the last word. Yeah. Eventually, <laughs> someone will yeah. get it. <laughs> get it? It's the last sound, last word? Nice, Destiny. Oh, really? That's there. what you Timing? went for? That was your no. plan? Last one, last word? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. All right, come on up here. And that's the end of the exotic sound game, right? Yeah, that is, what, that uh, is all that we have. What's your name? Greg. Greg, uh, what's your favorite weapon in the game? Um, right now, it's all the super sound. I really thought he was going to say the last word. <laughs> uh, where are you from? Uh, San Francisco Mission District. Oh, that's what nice. I'm talking about. That's right where I'm at, basically. Well, thank you for coming out. Uh, we'll get you your shader and move on to the next thing. Thank you, everyone. Thanks. So while we're talking about exotics, that's it for the gun game, or the, the exotic sound game. Um, do you guys think that Gallahorn will ever be matched? No. 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 It was too strong. Like, mm -hmm. too strong. They had to change the game. It was too strong. Mm -hmm. It was like the Shaquille O'Neal of Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> they had to make new rules in order to get it to work the way it was supposed to work. It was in Space Jam? I hope so. Well, Shaq sort of. Space That's what Jam? Destiny is, Isn't right? Space Jam it's been a long time sequel. since I've seen yeah. that movie. I'm not sure. Was Shaq in Space Jam? Wait, no, what am I yeah, thinking of? MJ. No, I'm not talking oh, about boy. the main oh, dude. They always they took a bunch of NBA players' powers <laughs> to make up the Monstars. Come on, guys. Oh, oh. That's okay. Sean knows his movies. I know it's Michael Jordan. <laughs> well, I don't. Obviously. <laughs> I'm not a fool. I was like, oh, yeah. He was in a cartoon. I just can't remember. He was. Oh, yeah. He is a cartoon. He is one. Exactly. <laughs> um, no, but to, but to more directly answer the question, it feels like no. I mean, it seems like the, the, the way Bungie approached it in Taken King is that there are weapons for each instance. Like, I almost wanted to say that Black Spindle is kind of the new Gallahorn because it's almost a weapon that if you don't have it, you know, you're, you're kind of not ready for the raid. Like, you kind of need that weapon. Um, just like once you get, uh, oh my god, what, what is that? Uh, Touch of Malice? Touch of Malice become, changes the raid, so it's a situational thing. I feel like instead of this one all-powerful weapon that, like, takes out everything, mm -hmm. um, it turned into, okay, here is an exotic for this situation, here's an exotic for that situation, and may, maybe they'll continue to do that. Yeah, they yeah, changed I mean, the game a little. Did you, was your question, will they ever bring it back? Will they ever make anything that's as good as that right. weapon was? Yeah, like, I, it was the weapon you I wanted. think Bungie has said, and we agree, it was kind of broken. It was too powerful. We've talked about this a lot on the show. Like, it's just everybody wanted you to use it for everything. And I, I don't like the game being that way. I want options. Um, like, I've always used the example. Like, I wanted to use Truth, like, all the time. It was my first rocket launcher. But I couldn't because I had to use Galhorn. I don't, I don't think it's a good idea to do that. I want it back. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. They build I, don't care, I don't care if it breaks the game. I want the weapon back. <laughs> they build Sleeper as like the new Gallahorn, but I just got it yesterday. Yeah. And Congratulations. It's, uh, yeah. It's not, I mean, it's all right. It's not that good. Well, maybe by a show of hands and some sounds, who thinks that Gallahorn should come back the way it was super powerful? No. 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 Who's glad it's gone then? Nice. Mixed reception. Yeah. I like that. I like that. All right. Who's glad it's gone? Yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. Okay. You guys win. Yeah. Yeah. I still want it to come back, but not in the same form. Yeah, I just want a year two version. Rockets aren't that powerful anymore. The raid's mostly about snipers and machine guns. LMGs, yeah. Uh, and you just, I don't know. But there is something really, really cool about having a year two version of an iconic weapon from yeah. year one. And like, I still want, I get wrecked all the time in Crucible by year two party crashers. And year one party crasher was amazing, and I want that now. Why can't I have a Gallahorn just for... 
to put on my mantle somewhere. Yeah. Well, we have about 10 minutes left in the show, and we wanted to open it up to questions at this point. So if you have any questions for Morla or any of us on the show, this is where we would do that. There are some roaming mics around, so maybe we form mm-hmm. an orderly queue somewhere. Just in the That's middle. just a yeah. suggestion. So, yeah. double check before we go into Q&A. Kirsten, when is the next raffle after the Q&A? Right now. We're going to do a raffle before the Q&A. <laughs> oh, all right. So, let's, let's do that. Hey, give it to the one the raffle prize. Give it up. All right. Just come on down here. Exactly. Kirsten, would you actually uh, like to do this part? I just want to... Are you guys awake? Necessarily, sometimes we're gonna do an IGM Prime subscription for a full year. So when you get done, go ahead and fill that out. Go ahead and bring it back to myself. Um, you're also going to win a $25 gift card to Carl's Jr. So I highly encourage everybody goes out, gets the ultimate care package, which is nicely sewn here on the so sides, um, and we'll go ahead and get you some cool uh, Destiny postcards and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So get out those raffle tickets. Here we go. It is four, four, seven. Nine seven two. What? 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 Who's the lucky winner? What? What? Over there. Okay. Yeah. Hooray! Oh, we got it. Hey, thank you for coming up here. What is your name? Congratulations, Kevin. Where are you from? Uh, San Jose. All right. Yes, San Jose. Fantastic. Um, well, you have won a fantastic prize. Again, thank you to Carl's Jr. and Hardy's for making this possible. And uh, here's, here's Kirsten to take over a few notes. You know what, guys? I think we're going to give him a drone, too. Should we give him a drone? Yeah. Let's give him a drone. Oh, okay, so he gets surprise. a one-year subscription to IGM Prime, a $25 gift card, and a cool Striker Sky drone. Woohoo! Yes, that was the big package that was waiting back there. Thank you for coming out. Thanks again. Thanks, Kirsten. Careful take the ra- I'm going to... Yeah. Don't cause trouble down. with that thing, please. <laughs> yeah. So, we have a little time left for Q&A, I think, yeah. Destin. Uh, just right. to, we didn't miss anything else, did we? No, that's okay. everything. Quick show of hands. Does anybody have any questions they would like to ask anybody on the stage? All right. That's so, it. we got you. And where are our roaming mic people? And the, sir and the mister in the back? Got that guy oh. over there, too. Yeah. Am I holding the only roaming mic? Is that do, what's happening? Do you want a roaming mic? Supposedly mic there's a second roaming mic. Right. I got two. No, it's quite all right. Here we go. Speak up into that one. It's a little softer. <laughs> Raise your hand if you had a question. Really so Destin, call him out. Right there in the front. Right. You got to keep your hand up keep so your hand knows up where to go. Until the mic gets to you, when right. do you ask for mic? My name's Ed. Just wanted to say I uh, love the show, and I want to know what you think makes the community that Destiny is now so unique. I mean, there's lots of games, lots of different type of MMOs. This is not really an MMO. Why do you think Destiny's community is so unique? You've got Dad, Destiny and Dames, and you've got this crazy Twitch following. Like, why Destiny? What do you think? Yeah. That's I think a good question. Uh, 
Whoop, go ahead, Sean. D. I think it's the... Uh, Bungie's been really smart about integrating this like Sherpa mechanic into it where like if you're really really good or really really geared in the game it's only fun if there are other people who are your friends who are similarly geared so you can do things together right so there's this tendency to want to help other people whereas in other games it's more about just like proving your dominance and being better than everyone else uh, and kind of like imperiously looking down on them whereas in Destiny it's not like that at all there's this sense that you want to get your friends together all on the same page and to do that you have to help each other and so it's kind of just like this more or less like this bond and I think that's what makes this community a little bit stronger than you see in other games. To piggyback that I think it is that uh, some of the best encounters especially in the late game boil down to playing them with other people so why not fill those five slots with people you know Mm. Um, so I do think that that ultimately like I still have two friends on on Xbox One that I have been trying to get them to play uh, Taken King and it is with the express purpose of because I think it would be a great experience for the three of us to check it out. Now, we need three more friends there, but the point is, like, I, I want to see how that goes because each group I play with plays differently. Yeah, so we should probably squeeze in more questions. I'll just finish my thought by saying I think it's the way the game feels. It's easy to hang out, and it feels so great. Bungie, that's what they're so good at. They've done this mm-hmm. before. It just feels awesome, and you can hang out and do that. It's honestly one of the best groups of people that I've ah. ever played with on a, in a game. Uh, next question. Raise your hand. Right here in the front, also, Kirsten. Thanks, Kirsten. We'll go to the back next. Hi there. What's your name? Oh, my name's Aaron. Hi. Uh, Nice to meet you guys. Nice Um, to meet you. I'll I'll be honest, I don't listen to the show too much, but uh, you guys put on a great show anyway. Uh, Thank thank you. you. Do you play the game? Uh, Very much so, but it's a love and hate relationship, and that's uh, basically my question. Uh, I started Destiny, Dark Below came out, it was crap, I gave up, I never even played uh, Wolf. (laughs) Among Us, whatever. (laughs) And then the Taken King came out and changed everything. I have above level 300, all three characters. Nice. And now I'm out again because Rise of Tomb Raider, that Fallout 4 is out. So my question to you guys, are you guys more excited or concerned for the future of Destiny, at least until Destiny 2? Hmm. Thank you. I'm not really concerned. I think Destiny is going to continue to live on. It's, it's had a full year life cycle now, and there's still a ton of people playing it. They said something like 25 million registered users. That yeah. doesn't mean active. That's right. But, you know, there are a lot of people still playing this game, even in the holiday season with all the competition. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's... Look, they've said it's going to be a 10-year game. I'm confident it will be at least a seven or eight year game, which meaning it will make it. Uh, The reception has not been bad. Jose, what'd you score it, the Taken King? I I gave it a nine. That's right. So we like this game. It's all about the releases and how long they can kind of just continue to sustain it. I mean, any big game like this, it's all about that. Like, what is coming next? Because you're right, right now there's so much good stuff to play that the incentive isn't quite there. So hopefully we'll know more of what's next. Yeah, I think uh, with Taken King, Bungie learned a lot uh, from year one. It, it sucks because when you look back on year one, it, it, it's terrible to call it almost a beta, but it, it kind of felt like one, one where there were some grueling, there was some grueling grinding, there were some like really frustrating moments, but there was also some really, uh, some moments you'll never forget. But I do want to say that I don't think it's possible for Destiny to just sustain, sustain, sustain and keep you interested for super long, like eventually you have to dip away and do other things, but when the next expansion or the next thing comes around, I think you are going to find reasons to plug back in, to check r slash Destiny the game every day, to check IGN every day about the game, you know, like that ultimately is going to bring you back when the new exciting stuff comes, and I think Bungie's really aware of that. Yeah, so we probably only have time for one more question. I would actually want to ask first, does anybody actually have a question for either Alfredo or Morla? Raise your hand if you have a question for one of them. It's okay if you don't. 
We've got one in back. In the back, in the back. Yeah. Okay, let's get a mic down there first. Okay, um, stand all the way back. Uh, keep your hand up, please. Yeah. yeah, you can stand if it's you It's dark in here. <laughs> so this one actually goes out to more or less. So um, in terms of NDA, huh, <laughs> what Tough can <laughs> and can't you say about what you're doing next for Destiny? Hmm. You've got to be doing something. <laughs> well, we didn't you... ask him to ask this, <laughs> just for the record. <laughs> what would you like to see next? What do you think would be exciting? I'd like to see a little backstory about uh, Eris Morn. Oh, that sounds interesting. I'd like to see a backstory about her and Cade, because something's going to happen between you two, you guys. Oh, <laughs> that sounds interesting. I like that. I like That's, that. She's clearly uh, Jedi trained. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Very good. <laughs> You never know. You just have to wait and see. You have All right. to wait and see. But thank you. Appreciate the confidentiality. <laughs> Sounds like maybe there's time for one last question. Is that right, Dustin? Yeah. Anybody else have one more? Oh, yeah, one over right here in the middle. Right here? Yeah. Cool. Just stand. Stand up, sir? Yeah, stand up. Thank Mike's you. coming your way. <laughs> Easy now. I, I, nearly, I nearly jumped over myself on my way to my seat, too. Out <laughs> <laughs> of vodka lemonade. I think it's kicking in. All right. Yeah. <laughs> So my name's Haysom. Uh, I have a confession to make. I've actually never played Destiny. Wow. I haven't oh, owned okay. a PS4 yet. So huh. It's on my to-do list. But something you have ahead of you. Right? Yeah. So, uh, but there's something I'm super fascinated by, like how one game like just has this whole subculture, right? What direction do you think that culture is going and how do you think it will expand, become more popular? I think when there's something really special about a community like that, there tends to be a lot of backlash from the outside as well. And you see that kind of, right? Like we saw when we first piloted the show, a lot of people still out there. I mean, we always see the comment whenever we post an article or a video about Destiny, like people still play this game. And it's like, yeah, dude, they do. Like we're a bunch of them too. Yeah. And uh, I think, but I think that's actually a good sign, right? Like if, I think people have said it before, but if you've learned anything from video games, it's that you're going the right way when you encounter enemies. And I think the Destiny community knows that. It's like the more people are talking about it, both positively or negatively, the better it is for the game. People are interested, even if they think that interest is rooted in something maybe a little bit not so good. They're still excited to figure out what that game's about. Hey guys, Destin Legary here. I'm the producer on Fireteam Chat, and I want to pull back the curtain a little bit for just a second. We actually lost some of the footage here, but we managed to start rolling again for the outro where something kind of cool happened. I wanted to share it with you and not cut it out of the show, so I left it in the video. Here we go. All right. Fine, all right, I will do it for this once and yes. only all right. yes. this yeah. once. All right. Appreciate all right. this moment, because you will not have it again. <laughs> all right. Make sure we're rolling back there. Right. Yeah. Zach, you got this? Zach, you ready? <laughs> well, until next time, thank you all, and Guardians, Guardians out! out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. 
Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.